I'm Torn. Welcome to the team. You're listening to Jacked, the Jack and Roden, I mean, Daxter podcast. Enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to Jacked, the Jack and Daxter podcast. This is episode 24. <laughs> <laughs> What we've got planned today is the news, and there's a few stories actually, but quite loose. And then a main discussion of our dream, the Precursor Legacy Levels. I'm joined by other people. Who are the other people? I am Darren. I'm Gabinetto. I'm Cherry. Okay, so straight into the news and updates. Darren, are you going to take this first story? Uh, okay, yeah. So news and updates. So officially, no new game for Jack and Daxter. So what's happened is Jason Schreier or Schreier, I do not know how to pronounce that. Uh, Jason journalist man has <laughs> interviewed. Um, yeah, so he interviewed uh, some people from Sony who originally had pitched an idea for Days Gone Two, right? A sequel to Days Gone. So Days Gone. Uh, sold well but it just wasn't that well received Um, but unfortunately a sequel for it was not going to go ahead and they were instead the studio was instead amalgamated into some of the larger projects that Sony were working on um, such as the Last of Us remake Uh, so a couple of people from this place were not happy about that and they ended up leaving the project because they want to work on their own things rather than just uh just perpetually contribute to the like huge blockbuster money makers that Sony are working on, like Uncharted and The Last of Us and God of War and you know those those very huge AAA headliners. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of people from Naughty Dog have said that they wished they were working on a new Jack and Daxter, but that 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 just isn't happening. So, uh, so we have a tweet here from Evan Wells said we. Do in fact, we've had a couple of Twitter campaigns where people have been tweeting us every single day saying, I, I want a new Jack and Daxter. I want a new Jack and Daxter. And they aren't just simple 280 character tweets. They have photoshopped memes and everything they're including on a daily basis. And the effort has got to be significant. However, unfortunately for those committed fans, Wells categorically rules out a new game from Naughty Dog. Uh, and I hate to break it to them, but we do not have a Jack and Daxter here in development right now. Poop. Mm. That is poop. It's cool that they recognize the foot soldiers, the the meme makers, the the people yeah. who are still out there. Like we want a new Jack and Daxter. Like they recognize them. That's kind of cool. Mm. If only they knew that there was even a podcast about it. But no. God forbid they ever see Jack and Dexter eco posting. Oh my lord! They'd probably Ooh. they'd be like, "Yeah, we're not worth working on a new Jack and Dexter because of them." <laughs> <laughs> there are aspects of the community that they never thought would exist, and uh, it's probably for the best that they do not know they exist. <laughs> yeah, it's got a slight edge to the page. <laughs> mm-hmm. But still, I mean, I, I mean, my hope is getting less and less as as days go on towards the anniversary. It's not looking like there is a surprise game going to come out. You're a true fan now, Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. One of us. I've accepted it. <laughs> Welcome to the Jaded Brigade. Yep. Welcome to the family. All I need to do is beat the first game and then I will be accepted through the Cherry, game. Cherry! My dude! <laughs> Are you for real right now? 
I finished it. I just didn't get all the power cells. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, no, no, you know, you finished the story. That's good enough. I <laughs> yeah, accept I accept that. that too. Yeah, I'm not gonna gatekeep. I'm not gonna gatekeep any game soon. I gotta be like, oh, you haven't even got all 101 power cells. <laughs> oh, a true Jack and Dexter <laughs> appreciator would have collected all 101 power cells. That's it. <laughs> Donald Trump has made an appearance to tell me off. But. A smooth segue, a true Jack and Daxter fan has made a Legend of Mar Jack and Daxter tribute. That is our own CJ. He has made a YouTube video which came out on April the 18th. Have you guys all seen it? Yes. Yes, it's incredible. I love it. I want I want to say I did, but I don't remember it. I'm, I'm sorry, CJ. <laughs> well, I refreshed myself before we started so I would have some specifics that I could mention. And it is eight minutes long, so it is a good, it's a good, decent watch. It's not just like a clip. But the ending, the ending is what always gets me because it's like that bit where he's saying, where Jack's saying, like, you know, you couldn't make it without me. And then CJ's edited in a clip from the very beginning where Jack is helping Daxter out of the water in the boat when he's still human. It's just lovely. Oh, that is, that is per that is a perfect choice of scene to pick to like tie it all together and loop it back from the start. Yeah, it's mm. it was just you can really tell CJ's love from it. Um, my favorite bit personally was uh, the part where it's kind of scrolling across the map um, of Jack and Daxter: The Precursor Legacy, and mm. like overlaid over it is like different scenes from their journey. Um, mm. It was just it had this real epic journey feel to it, and as you see, like Claw and just like all the things they go through it just really hyped you up because it really showed like you know how much stuff jack and daxter went through yeah. and just that they couldn't be stopped you know it kind of it kind of reminded me of actually of the you know the montage from like disney's hercules of him like going through his labors like defeating the big lion and stuff like that it kind of reminded me of that you know it was this real like you know our boys cannot be stopped this real hyped up scene mm. kind of reminded me of that i love that bit you have just brought to my attention is that what is that why it's called a Jack and Daxter tribute? Because it's like for Jack and Daxter's friendship and it's a tribute to that. Um, I actually don't know if it's like a tribute to them specifically or just to the series overall. I haven't asked CJ mm. about here, that here, here. exactly, but um, here, I, I, both are applicable. I'm looking at the video right now in the description says Jack and Daxter is my most treasured video game franchise. And I've long wanted to do a video that tells the full story of my hero known as Mar. Oh, I mean... I mean, I thought it was like telling the story of all three games, like giving, because it was like, because you see videos where it like try to sum up all the games to give you a lowdown of what goes on for the storyline. But I thought this was like a really nice visual for that. And it also had like a cinematic epic feel. Mm. But yeah, that's cool. It's all about the Legend of Mar, which it is. Yeah. This is what you watch before you play Jack 4. That's what yeah. you do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The, the journey so far type of hype video to get you hyped up for the new game yeah mm. everybody watch it lone wolf media the legend of mar a jack and extra tribute video check it out or i will come for you yes <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on to the next news story now this is that sony have changed their minds about closing the store for ps3 i didn't hear about this and this was brought to our attention by listener franklin who wrote in to tell us. And no, I hadn't heard about it either, Gab. So I was oh. quite surprised. Yeah. But Franklin wrote in and said, 
good news, Sony just came out to say they changed their minds about closing the PlayStation Store for the PS3. And he also gave us a little nice note that the funny thing is, the release of the episode, the last episode was the Easter episode, is between Easter Sunday and Orthodox Easter, which is May 2nd. So it wasn't completely outdated, as we thought. So that's nice. Hey, great timing. Yeah. That was totally on purpose, wasn't it, lads? Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I still don't know what that means. I don't know what Orthodox Easter means, but is that like for the really hardcore Christians? I would have no idea. Same. I actually don't know myself. I don't know if Easter is in there, so we're not wrong. <laughs> Wait, it wouldn't be Catholics, would it? Do, no. Which is the one that that reject Jesus? Okay, we're going down another path. Let's <laughs> come back. <laughs> we don't want to lose this listener. The only eggs I know are orbs. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I did look up. And yeah, so, uh, just to officially say uh, that Sony do- does intend to keep the PlayStation Store open. I just had to kind of fact check it a little bit. But that's cool. It is nice. It's like they're saying they do put value into the PS3 and... You know, people being able to get the games. They probably didn't want their people, like, getting into the system and shit. They're like, oh, shit, keep the store open. Because what is it? Mm. Uh, I'm trying to... Oh, because people are, like, modding their PlayStation 3s or something like that. And they typically... Typically, people do that after they, like, take off all online services to the console. Uh, I can't remember what the hell it's called. But you can, like, basically, like, mod it up or jailbreak it. That's the word. You People oh. jailbreak their consoles so that you can unlock, like further content in it and since it's offline it's you know sony can't do anything about it yeah like the last updates have come along so you're not like locking yourself out from any future services that may be available because you know those services are over so you're kind of getting the best of both worlds now um that's actually what i did to my switch because nintendo's online services are shite but uh that's that's another (laughs) like bucket of arms anyway um but like i think the reason they actually kept the services open is like you know as cynical as it sounds they realized there's more money to be made. Like they said, <laughs> they said they were closing the stores. A lot of people panic bought a lot of stuff that was like digital exclusive or that they thought they'd be missing out on or the physical copies are so ridiculously expensive that the digital is just a no brainer to buy. Uh, Sony made a ton of money and they're like, yeah, yeah, we like money. Might just keep that store open a bit longer there, bucko. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you could be even more cynical, it might have been all been a ploy to <laughs> put a boost in the money for that one yeah it's closing guys get it while you can Mm. (laughs) i thought you were gonna say that it's um they might have realized that people will just pirate it like you said last episode darren Mm. i mean like people are pirating it right now pcs are are at a stage where they can emulate ps3 games quite comfortably um i've done it already um even the jack and daxter hd trilogy (laughs) once runs absolutely wonderfully in 4k on the pc uh, in fact, the only reason I haven't done my, my lore series using that version of Jack and Daxter is because it doesn't have access to the full debug build that uh, Luminar Light, uh, Water 111 and Dr. Weed mm. have worked on. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, people are already pirating. Speaking of Dr. Weed, I mean, we still have that episode all around that controversy for the dream game. We need to do that. Good God, I've got that on a dock. We need to do that. Hey, we should do that. For the dream game. Was it for the dream game or was it for the, the other one? The the other... It was... I think it's uh, the, that Louis 
David oh, remake? Was that on Louis Dream? David Samurai, yeah, the uh, the Jack and Axe are like PS5 remake, so like quote, yeah. quote, unquote. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, we made to get around to that, all right. Wasn't there a fan that submitted mm. something about it? That was what we were going to talk about, I believe. Yeah, we've we've had like a few emails about it. One led into like a whole sort of investigation thing and then <laughs> then the other two sort of contradicted that. We'll have to get into that in another episode. We will. That is a whole bag of worms. Okay, so are we ready for our main discussion? Yes. 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 Let's fucking go. <laughs> Brilliant. So this is all about our dream, the precursor legacy levels. We have each respectively come up with our own dream level. It's not like a collective thing. And we're going to be talking about the storyline that we imagine, various missions, the characters, scenery, music, whatnot. And Gabonetto, I believe you are starting us off. So mine is like, I don't know, I felt like I almost kind of cheated in a way. I don't think I went as, probably, I didn't go as in-depth maybe as you guys did. But but anyway, mine's basically like a sister level of the Fire Canyon. I was like, if they like kind of made the the precursor legacy like just a tad bit longer maybe adding some more of those like in between levels such as fire canyon and um, i forget the name of the other one but just where you take the zoomer through and you're over hot lava just something like that but instead of you know a hot level it's more like uh an environmental i don't want to say jungle i want to say something else uh because there is already a jungle level but you know maybe something close to it and just give it a, I don't I don't have a, a name for it <laughs> I should have came up with one but just I, I I love that idea of just kind of a balance of like the hot and then uh not hot <laughs> I mean I guess it, I mean the opposite could have been like some kind of like icy kind of territory but I like the idea of an environmental um let's see here uh levels made to help Jack get from hub to hub are of Jack boarding down through downslope muddy jungles instead of using a heat seeker, right? Yeah, I think it would have been so cool to in- incorporate like him going like kind of like almost like Tony Hawk's downhill jam in a way, just like a constant going downward uh, kind of level, and he and Jack's like kind of appears on a board. Uh, I don't think I provided a I didn't provide a link, but uh, you can look up. Uh, there's another game. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Tack and the Power of Juju. <laughs> No. Yes, I've heard of it. I played it actually. The oh. Tack and the Power of Juju was a great, great game. Don't watch the show, but the game was so good, and it had this one level where you would board through like the desert, I believe. I can't remember if there was like a jungle version of it, but there was one where Tack would ride downhill in this like sandy, deserty kind of area, and it had some kind of like Tony Hawk vibes to it, where you're jumping in the air you're grinding on rails you're doing flips and tricks and things like that the controls were a little wonky but still i feel like it would have resonated very well with jack it also would have been kind of cool to see jack on a board um i don't know maybe of wood but i did i did provide a link um if you guys want to click it at all uh for the jack and dexter precursor legacy what is this uh the archive I think we talked about it in the last one, but there was like a, someone made a, a website archive and of the trading cards. And if you look on one of the trading cards, he kind of has like a surfboard, precursor surfboard thing behind him. I would like to think that yeah. that would be a board that he would That's use. Awesome. Maybe, I don't know if founded in like a, you could either say it was found, made by precursors, blah, 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 in a cave. Or maybe, I, I think a better idea would be Kira made it. I think that kind of would make sense. 
since she made the other uh, heat seeker to mm. uh, go over the lava. But uh, Jack would also have this board. And I have this song by Pex. Oh, I like this one. It's like What what is this one called? Under Underground Forest. Yeah, Underground Forest. I think that would have been a really cool uh, background song for like uh, the level that I was just describing. That's me, mm. uh, basically a sister level of Fire Canyon, where it's just not as hot and intense. It's a little more calm, and you get to ride on a cool board, get some cool like Tony Hawk vibes going. All right, I said my piece. Mm. <laughs> that, that's actually a fantastic idea, because there was a cut content level called Cave Under Falls, and it was beside Still Village, uh, which itself was beside the savannah. So if you could have like a tropical kind of sinkhole thing, that starts as like an underground like waterfall sluice kind of thing you know where you avoid branches mm-hmm. and rocks and then the deeper you go it starts to turn into a cave and then that cave eventually leads to the fifth hub village underground village that would actually work out really well plot wise yeah if you look at if you look at pex's thumbnail he used i kind of was inspired by it honestly uh for the song like so there's kind of like a weird it looks like a railing almost above like up in the sky above this like I don't even know what to call this, like, mossy pillar with all these, hmm. like, walkways. It look, They look like walkways, kind of coming in and out of it. Uh, it would be cool to... Oops, sorry. Hit my mic. And it would it would look cool if it was, like, it like a huge enclosed cave. Uh, maybe, like, one hole for a little bit of, like, some sunlight. And then you would have this. What you're seeing in the, in the thumbnail is, like, these, like, pillars. Hmm. And that's where, like, the village is, is, like, on the inside of there. It is an interesting thumbnail because I always think it reminds me like a carnival ride, you know, those slides that just go around like a pillar and you have like a little potato bag you sit in. Yeah, I honestly have no idea what it <laughs> what it is, but it looks cool. Same. I love how it he, does look cool. he put little Jack on the bridge on the right too. At least I think he mm. did. Yeah, I'm assuming that's what that is. But it is interesting. It'd be really cool to work in the precursor board as well, because one of the otzels in Jack Three is literally called Surfer Otzel. So, um, you know, you could have <gasps> you could have like cave paintings of a precursor surfing on some holy skyboard relic thing, and Kira designed the board after that cave painting or something. And then, like years down the line, the otzel's like, "Oh, dude, gnarly! You use my board, man!" Like that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. It's all coming together. So it's all just like Naughty Dog intended. <laughs> all right, who's next? Um, so my level, um, I called it Shimmer Sand Cove. So it's going to be a mix between uh, Sentinel Beach and Lost Precursor City because those are two locations that I really, really love, and I kind of wish the game had, like, you, you know, more places like them. Just the two aspects mm. of the Lost Precursor world that I like the most. Um, so it's going to be a beach, uh, but lots of precursor stuff built into the cliffs, kind of like, uh, the, uh, there's a, there's a famous level in Halo. I think it's called the Lost Cartographer. It's like a one lone island and built into the cliffs. There's all these ancient alien structures built in. So something like that. 
Um, so within this temple is a door. And the door is locked, but to unlock it, you need a new type of collectible. Uh, so I had an idea for a collectible called Keystone Fragments, right? So imagine just like 20 or so little crystal fragments. And when you gather them all up, it forms a key. Uh, something similar to the um, the Seal of Mar. You know, like a precursor thing with a little gem in it. Ooh, yeah. So, story-wise, Samos believes that it holds something to help on your quest. Uh, and patrolling this beach is a precursor monk NPC. Uh, you know, sort of like a, <laughs> a precursor, a proto-monk to the Jack 3 monks. And... Uh, they ha- him and his friends have basically basically been working on like a diving suit that they found a precursor diving suit that will let you patrol the depths and unearth their secrets so mechanic wise i think it could play something like the titan suit but maybe like less mecha e more like just just Janky. jack just jack just more durable and you know he still has a, his agility and stuff, so it lets you play on foot but underwater, kind of like those boots oh, from Legend of cool. Zelda. Yes. Um, so they let you go underwater and explore like all these beautiful coral reefs and underwater structures and find like oh, there's like fragments underwater that you you know you need the suit to find. So after finding all of these pieces, uh, you open the precursor door. And it has a set of precursor armor that's very similar to the armor of Mar. And they have all these little green eco gems built in. Um, so upon death, this armor, it wouldn't let you take any like more damage than normal. But upon death, it would give you one last blast of green eco to sort of like defibrillate you, bring you back to life. Mm. Uh, but after death, you have to restore it. Um, so you know the way... Um, you have like three heart pieces and then you have to pick up like a cluster or 50 more pieces to give you the extra bit of health. Mm-hmm. So that extra bit of health would be like, there'd be one more on top of that where if you die, it brings you back to life with one more fragment of health. There are lots of Zelda vibes in this one. It's cool. There really is because like apparently Jack and Axer took a lot of influence from Zelda. So I really wanted to lean into that. Um, oh, that's brilliant. I think I heard that too. Yeah, and these keystone fragments are kind of like the rainbow scales from Tide the Tasmanian Tiger. There was like uh, 25 of them in the hub area. And like the hub area was the only place in the whole game that had them. And if you unlock them all, it would basically like double your health. Um, so I wanted to do something like that, but in Jack and Daxter. Uh, so then climate wise, it would be like a sunny seaside tropical kind of climate. Kind of like Central Beach, but more northern. So instead of like palm trees and stuff, it would be uh, coniferous trees up on the cliffs. Um, so like warm, still very, you know, summer day at the beach kind of vibes. But it's a bit more to the north. So the trees and fauna would be different. Um, and then for side quests, you could have stuff like maybe there's lurkers who are trying to pollute the waters and turn the fish into like mutant monsters that they can enslave. Um, the lore of the lurker <laughs> shark. Yeah, they could be like on Ooh. like crappy uh, cobbled together lurker jet skis. So you have to go out on the zoomer and like crash into them to stop them. Uh, <laughs> there could be like a great lurker shark boss, like a lurker shark megalodon that's been corrupted by this pollution, and you have to do like an underwater oh. boss bi- boss fight with your like diving suit. That's a crazy level. Uh, release underwater platforms for the monks to reach some like st- structure out in the water. Uh, there's loads of things you could do with it. 
there's loads of things you could do with it. There's just so much stuff that would fit right in with the Jack and Daxa world. Um, and then finally, the music-wise, uh, have it kind of tranquil and nice like Sentinel Beach, but work in more synth. You know, if it could take, you know, if you could have like synthwave vibes at sunset, real relaxing ancient world type vibes, I think that would suit it perfectly. Uh, and maybe work in... What is synth? Sorry? What is synth? I've not heard of that. Uh, oh, like a synthesizer, uh, kind of like a keyboard. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd hear it a lot in techno, kind of like a, you know that song, um, By the Weekend? Um, oh, what's it called? You know, ooh, I'm blinded by the lights, you know, the like... Blinding lights. Oh, Blinding yeah, lights, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, there's lots of synth in that. Uh, so have that kind of stuff in it and then like work in the underwater kind of xylophony bits from Lost Precursor City. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Very nice. that's nice. That's nice. Mm. Yeah. Darren, can I, t- Darren, can I touch on uh, your idea? I loved it. It was really, really good. Um, yeah. There was uh, what, the Keystone Fragments. Is that what you called them? Yeah. I think it'd be that. That's a cool idea. I think it would be cool. If they also, it's like if they used or or showed eco crystals instead, like if they were like keys, just kind of like another like kind of foreshadow maybe because you you know we see dark and light eco crystals right, but you never mm. actually see crystals for the other ecos or powers or you know whatever you want to call them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it'd be cool if they incorporated that in some sort of way. But I feel like if they did, I don't think it could just be incorporated uh like eco crystals. I don't think that could be just incorporated in one level. I feel like they'd have hmm. to kind of make it either make it like an another collectible throughout the entire game. I think hmm. that's another way they'd have to do it. Yeah. Your way could work though as well. Like uh maybe if you mix in like a bit of um I don't know, like a Super Mario Sunshine thing where, like, the beach is all, like, polluted by, you know, these lurkers going around spraying, spraying like, dark eco muck. Um, right, so maybe, like, right. the, the door is covered in, like, dark eco muck shit and uh, you need to use, like, four, the four different colored ecos to form, like, a light eco key that purges the dark eco away and opens the door. That could work, too. Hell, Yeah. <laughs> I have a question as well, Darren. Mm-hmm. You know, because you take from, um, not take, you're inspired a bit by the Zelda, like that underwater level. Mm. Would it be like in Zelda where like you there are missions that you have to do where you have to sort of flip the switch and all the water goes from the room and then you've got to sort of like engineer it so like one of the keys would float up? Would it be like that sort of thing? That could work very, very well because... Um... Like a lot of the precursor structures, especially in the later games, have this whole theme of like, you know, um, a hero's trial. Like it's all stuff to test uh, Jack's intellect and his physical capabilities. So um, if they could have, uh, you know, structures on the beach that would do the same thing and the reward was the keys to open the doors, um, that would be completely thematic. Yeah, I would love to see stuff like that more. Mm, and, cool. and like yeah. the water was really nice looking in Jack and Daxter as well you know if they had an excuse to show off some <laughs> cool water physics as well it would be very very nice to look at mm, yeah definitely I think so Yeah. are we alright to move on to my one send it go for it hell yeah send it <laughs> do it queen okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay so my dream precursor level 
is called Defence at Samos's Hut. Ooh. Okay, so a summary of the level is it's kind of the boss level. So Jack has a mission where he has to get to Samos and stop Golemaya from kidnapping him. Ooh, yes. So this would take place after Jack and Daxter emerge from the snowy mountain. But the mission happens before Jack travels through the lava tube to meet Kira and enter Golemaya's citadel. Citadel or citadel? I never remember. Citadel. citadel. Oh. Well, fuck it then. So this would give time to pass between that cutscene where we establish that Gol and Maya are behind the disappearances of the other sages and the threat to Samos. So how I imagine it would play out is Jack and Daxter would step off from the gondola at the bottom of the snowy mountain and one of those speakers would appear. So at this point they're stood in the volcanic crater. So one of those speakers would appear. Yeah. Samos would be heard giving his usual passive-aggressive congratulations. But towards the end, we would hear Gol and Maya evidently appearing in the background of that message to kidnap Samos. So then we'd hear Samos trying to fight Gol and Maya off and then the message goes to static and it's all tense and... Ooh. And then as Jack and Daxter, we have to hurry... So then where gameplay actually comes in, as Jack and Daxter, we have to hurry to use the rift gate in the Red Sage's hut or lab to travel to Sandover village where Samos would usually be. So as soon as they jump out the portal in Samos's hut at the other end, they have to help the fight in stopping Samos from being taken, which starts just outside Samos's hut. So as you come through the rift gate, you can hear like struggling and blasts of eco. I think that'd be cool. So the first round of this boss level would be that you have to stop lurkers from attacking Samos as he's trying to like fend off Gol and Maya using his eco powers. And then after a certain time, Gol or Maya would fall to the floor after one of Samos's blows and then you'd have to punch them until they float up again. The result would be fixed, however, even if you do win and you beat Gol and Maya, a Zeppelin lurker would fly over and trap Samos under a net and then fly off with him. And then, you know, that then ties into the mission when you get to the Citadel and you have to unlock all of them, including him. But during the battle, when you're trying to fend off Golem Maya for Samos, I'd want there to be a lot of later Graham references in dialogue. So Maya could be like, I remember the day we met you. You were nothing but a glorified babysitter. Or, no wonder your wife left, you old fart. <laughs> Just things like that. Things that make the first game more relevant to the whole series. I like that too. I really like it myself. <laughs> yeah, that's actually such a fantastic idea. There's there's so much going on with it. Um, it's such a simple boss battle, but it really adds a lot to it. Um, like even the net, like you could, you could like, you know, hand wave the net and just say it's like a weird dark eco net that like nullifies, uh, Samos's powers Ooh. as he gets tar taken away, you know? So you've left so much room where it all just works really, really well, especially the stuff about, uh, you know, his wife, and him being a glorified <laughs> babysitter. Yeah. That, that is some sublime roasting from Gal and Maya in true Gal and Maya fashion. <laughs> it would, it would really bump up the game for mm. me if there were some references to later games that we do not mm. get but i really like that 
that idea for the dark eco net because that makes it logical rather than just cartoon logic. Yeah, you could um, you could just have like um, you know the little like uh, balls on nets that like wrap around and weigh the 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 person down. Um, yeah, you could just have yeah. them be like little like you know dark eco crystals and they weigh the same ones down and like his powers get weakened and that weakens him. Um, you know mm. you know what this fight reminds me a lot of actually is uh, one of the final boss battles in Crash Bandicoot Three. Um, the there's like the little mask Aku Aku that flies around Crash. He's the good mm. mask. And then there's an evil mask called Uka Uka. And uh, as, <laughs> as Crash Bandicoot is fighting uh, Cortex, the evil scientist, that's his nemesis, uh, Aku Aku and Uka Uka are actually battling in the arena as well. And uh, one of the hazards is that you have to jump over their eye lasers while you're fighting Cortex. Um, Whoa. So it, it actually, it actually kind of reminds me of that. It's kind of like, you know, Jack is fighting off the lurkers and doing his own thing while... Samos, Skull and Maya are having like their own high level battle in the background that you like can't contribute mm. to. Um, so it kind of reminds you of that, you know, this two layered uh, boss battle of like the player character and all the good characters versus all the evil characters. It's really cool. Yay. Well, thank you. It re- I was heavily inspired by the mission in Jack 2, you know, when you're helping Samos to get his green eco powers in the first place, like mm. you have to protect that seed, I think it is. Yeah, the life seed. Yeah. When he's in the forest and yeah. all the, all the oh, guards yeah. are trying to, all the guards are trying to arrest him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that level. I like just the like straight up, you have to guard something and you just have to fight everything off. I think that's a good one. It's a nice, simple, basic level style for sure. Uh, mm. So I was so as you were explaining, uh, where you jump back into the warp gate to go fight them. I like to think that mm-hmm. they'd be snart uh, snart. I'd like to think that they'd be smart enough uh, to close the warp gate at Samos's hut and have you walk all the way back there, and like the whole time maybe you like what's what's that little radio device that Kira has? I forget what that thing's called. But it pops up for. Do you mean the flying one? Yeah, it's like a communicator. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I don't know the name. I, I think that's actually yeah, yeah. It's just straight up called communicator. Yeah. Uh, oh. I like to think that it'll pop up as you're making the whole long walk back to go try and save Samos. Uh, that it's popping up and there that that like uh, back and forth that you're kind of talking about. That's when that would kind of happen. Is it would pop up in the communicator and they're Samos is like, you guys will never get away with this and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you're old and ha ha ha. And then, you know, they start, <laughs> you'll hear rumbling and fighting and whatnot. And you're like, like, it's like getting you more anxious. You're like really trying to like speed run back to the very first part of the game. You're like, God dang it. Got so far away. And I got to get back just to help this old dude. Oh, that would be <laughs> awful. Can you imagine? Oh God, that would give me such anxiety oh, trying to get back in time before and, he dies. And you know, the way Jack and Daxter uses a lot of like, uh, imagery of stuff in the distance the closer you get you can start to see like smoke rising from Sandover Village oh. the closer you get yeah oh yeah uh, there's that and I and then with the net I'd like to think that if he if you like a like a cutscene of them like netting uh, Samos and bringing him away he'll he I like to think that he's in that net just kind of like I'm one of the most powerful green e- eco guys and i'm getting taken away by just a net i'd like to think he would complain about that hardcore (laughs) yeah just his horror that he's been foxed by a flying lurker or a zeppelin lurker (laughs) exactly oh i i should say the music i imagine for this one is another pex track 
I do like Pex's stuff. And this is the Jack 2 Haven Forest Alert, which fitted perfectly for the inspiration. which in brackets he's put Dragons of Haven Forest slash credits theme. So is that what it was? Like that's what he'd use for the Dragons of Haven Forest as well? Or is that what it was originally called? Oh, I think I think this is actually one of the OG tracks from like Jack 2 that he has just uploaded himself. It's not an original creation. Um, yeah, there, oh. there's, there's a quest in Jack 2 that involves you taking down these flying metalheads in the forest that, you know, they kind of look like dragons. Um, yeah, so the title is just like a, a creative license to kind of exaggerate them. But yeah, it's not like Pex's original thing. Oh, okay. So is it? It's one of the ones he's recreated, like instrument for instrument, sort of thing. Here, here. I got uh in the description. He says the theme that plays when you're catching metalheads in Haven Forest and in the credits at the end of the game in Jack Two, made by me with the game's original sound samples, except for the strings oh. which I couldn't find. So I used virtual playing orchestra strings as replacement. So a little bit. It's a little bit remade by him. Like he added something to it. Mm. He's recreated it. That's cool. Yeah, I d I remember that when you have to um capture the um the metal heads in the forest that was i remember that being a long and, and tedious one. Oh gosh it was but very pretty and scenic yes definitely and that wraps up defense at samus's hut those are some good levels i was just gonna say those are some good levels all around i think that was really cool i think so we have some pretty bomb ideas all right we do we should be employed by the next Jack and Daxter creating game team. Cause One million percent. I don't think it's going to be Naughty Dog, but it'd be <laughs> nice if it was. So we were going to talk about a Jack's mail we had where we would be clearing up a listener's questions. Again, Franklin, he, he emails quite a bit, actually. It's, it's nice. He always has something interesting to say. He has questions of where does Kira come in and... How did Crew get his big bum out of the naughty Otzel? But we will be answering those next episode in the Jacked Mail one. So that's something to look forward to. Ooh. Yeah, what was this game you said? Uh, make the connection. It is the one, you know, where we pick a random object and then we have to connect it to anything in the Jack and Daxter universe. Scary. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Gabonetto, I nominate you. Your word is box. Box? Yeah. <laughs> box? <laughs> B-A-W-K-S. How could I possibly <laughs> connect something so complex to a game <laughs> as immense as this? Oh, gosh. Box. I forgot how we did this last time. How do we connect? Uh, 
box uh you know boxes you know those cool boxes that store things you know they usually have like <laughs> stuff inside them you see that? bro yeah. you see that congratulations cherry you've given him brain damage <laughs> i have broken him Here, here's what i'll say when it comes to boxes and when it comes to jack and dexter mm-hmm. i yes. love how they went about it i love that there's an actual like mm-hmm, too i don't i don't know how to say it I love how the boxes were in Jack and Dexter, you know, the like little wooden crates and the metal crates. I love that there was like diversity with those crates. I kind of wish they did that with the later games. They kind of just made them, they were just Crimson Guard crates. There was no like, like a difficult, like the metal crate where there's like a slight objective to, to it, you know? I wish they kind of incorporated that into the later games. So like more armored boxes. They kind of just gave up on that. That took a different direction than I was expecting. <laughs> I connected it. Boxes. Boom. <laughs> well done. You gave a sort of review of the boxes within the game. It's very nice. Hell yeah. Darren, I nominate you. Your word oh. is... <clears throat> Cheese. Cheese. Oh. oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Do they have cheese in the game? Oh my god, I'm trying to think of the markets in Jack 2, but like that's just a load of random potions and stuff. They don't actually have any actual cheese. Uh, uh, did did Crew mention cheese? Oh shit, he probably he did. I mean, look at him. Cheese. Oh yeah, look at him. Uh, <laughs> fuck. He's a cheesy kind of guy. Uh, look here. Okay, look. It's not in the games. It there's no way it's in the games, but there has to be yakko cheese. I mean, if there's yakko milk. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I was just thinking That's that. That's what I would have gone for. <laughs> if there's yakko milk, somebody has obviously beaten the shit out of the milk and made yakko cheese at some point. So, we're good. Oh, <laughs> oh the feels. Thank you. Uh, okay. That was good. So, uh, cherry then, uh, glass, like a drinking glass. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. I was going to say about that table before you get to the Lost Precursor City, but I've already said about that table on the dinner, so I will leave that one. I am going to say that in the summer, you know how we get like horse flies and they sort of bite and they're annoying? Mm. Horse flies bite? Oh, they do, yeah. Yeah, like they. They can fuck you yeah. up, man, yeah. Hmm, I don't. I'm going to say places. that the Jack and Daxter universe has the equivalent of those. And that people trap them in glasses and then just let them die under there. That is it. <laughs> nice. That's all I got for a glass. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what would you come up with for glass? I have no I, clue. There was like plenty of like glass vials in Jack 2 of like little drinks and stuff in the market stalls. Oh um, yeah, for fuck's sake, there's a pub. And, uh, what was I thinking? Yeah, there's all these little glasses in like the you know bars and restaurant kind of you know like in the hip hog and you know even that place you mentioned down yeah. before you hit the Lost Precursor City. I think there's like drinking cups and stuff there. Is a, that might have been glass, uh, but no, I like horsefly murder. That's cool. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean they would be really annoying if they were in the Jack and Dexter universe. That's the equivalent. Yeah, I would love. Yeah. I would love a Jack and Dexter shot glass or a cup. Mm. Yeah, me too. That'd be cool. Either one would be really cool. I mean, if they had trading cards, you think they could have like a glass? Yeah, come on, Naughty Dog. Trading cards? This mm. is nothing. I want a cup. <laughs> Get the merchandise or a tote bag. They would definitely do a tote bag now. Yes. Anyway, 
That was Make the Connection for episode 24. If... Ooh. If you want to email in the show, it probably won't get to us in time for the Jacked Mail episode, but it will get to us in time for the next Jacked Mail episode. So if you'd like to write in, we would appreciate that. Or you can leave a voice note, which will sum up your point much more articulately than I can surmise here. The email is jacked.podcast at gmail.com. And that is all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, everyone. Tune in next time. Thank you. Write in those emails. <laughs> We're so excited to read them. We are. We are. Okay. Goodbye. Bye bye. Goodbye. You got your own opinions? Want to throw your weight around? Email the show. Details in the show notes.